And we're now pleased to go back to our Auburn Bank phone line and chat with Kevin Ives at AUPPL on Twitter, Plainsman Parking Lot. Uh, we chatted with Kevin on Thursday of last week to preview this Mississippi State series. So uh, this chat coming uh, very quickly after our previous chat. But Kevin, the time is is greatly appreciated. And wow, what a uh, what a dramatic series we saw inside of Plainsman Park this weekend. Yeah, it really was a wild series. I mean, you had they were all one run games. Um, Auburn got the walk off series win on Sunday, Friday. Um, you know, scored in the bottom of the eighth uh, to take a, a lead in a very close 2-1 game. And then even the Saturday game, um, Auburn was pretty much just like inches away from tying it up. It made a, it made a huge comeback, a huge rally um, to make it a one-run game in the bottom of the ninth. Um, but ultimately, Auburn took a series and a much-needed series win for Mississippi State. Something we were noticing, and we've got to shout out a couple individuals here that are playing well recently for Auburn. Let's start with Tommy Vale because obviously pitching has been the story all year long, and in particular bullpen. But but for the most part, without Joseph Gonzalez, it's been just about everything. And this is now two consecutive good starts from Tommy Vale. What are you seeing from him on the mound? I mean, it's, he's really kind of been that anchor um, and has allowed Auburn to set the tone and win those Friday games. Um, you know, he had a great start against Alabama, um, you know, and Auburn's only win in that series, and then um, was really dominant Friday against Mississippi State. Um, he, I think he ended up with 10 strikeouts, might end up being at 11 strikeouts. Um, but his just his pick, pitch selection um, has been incredible. His location has been there, not walking a, a ton of guys, um, and really kind of being a stabilizing force and being that de facto Friday night guy uh, with Joseph Gonzalez being out and some other injuries kind of affecting the Tigers. They try to find Tigers, they try to find some consistency on the mound. Kevin, talk a little bit about the play of Cooper McMurray, another one of those guys who exploded uh, in this weekend series, a guy who's been consistently decent all year, but uh, just seemed to really go off this weekend. He absolutely did. I mean, he was uh, SEC Player of the Week, um, had two big home runs in that Sunday game off of both foul poles, um, and I think that's pretty rare and pretty hard to do when you think about the dimensions in left field and, and going over the moss. The fact that he was able to hit both foul poles um, is kind of um, kind of interesting and very rare. Um, but yeah, I mean, he um, his bat, that his offensive production, um, and really his defensive play too, which I think kind of goes unnoticed. He helped turn some big double plays, um, but his offensive production this weekend and his power numbers. And the surge that he's had, I think he's homered in um, his last four games at least. Um, and so it's just it's just been big. Um, and it's been something that has taken the pressure off of some of the other lot hitters in the lineup, um, knowing that, you know, he's been that hot and been that consistent. And you just hope it keeps up um, because the hotter he stays, the, the deeper Auburn can be um, at the plate and can have more threats. Kevin, we talked uh, last week about how big this series was for Auburn. Put a little context behind that. Since Auburn took two out of three, what does that mean moving forward, and how big a series win was this? It was absolutely huge. I mean, it, it was it's one of those series that, um, and when it came, and what Auburn is, as was kind of rolling into the series with the fact that they had lost um, a couple series in a row, um, we're just going down the rankings, you know, pretty pretty fast. Um, in the SEC, the fact that now you have that series win, um, it makes it a little bit easier. It kind of makes the plan ahead of you um, what it needs to be. Um, you, so taking this series, it means that 
really you just you got to take the the series from Missouri and Ole Miss, and then just not get swept against LSU and South Carolina and everything else. Like we talked about last Thursday, is kind of going to take care of itself. Uh, that last game uh, as Auburn's making that rally put put us uh, put us and the rest of the listeners up on top of the deck. What, what was the atmosphere like? Is that I mean it was comeback started. I mean, to start off the game, you know, Auburn, it was really kind of a, a very somber tone. Auburn was down 7 nothing, um, had had some uncharacteristic defensive miscues, um, and you just didn't know if the bats were going to wake up, um, if they were going to do anything. And then I think the difference on Sunday was the fact that, that Auburn's bats, because they, they came so alive so late, um, and even when Auburn – um, you know they took you know, they they took a lead. Um, I think it was ten nine at that point, and then um, they lost the lead. You know after that, there really wasn't any sense of desperation because you knew that the offense and the bats were that hot that they were going to just going to be able to to pull something out. And you can just kind of feel it being very special. You know as each hit kind of got linked up together, um, and you had the home runs, and it just ended up being a wild scene, um, and just ended up being something that I think. It was just a sigh of relief, I think, for a lot of Auburn fans that were watching this team because they've been so close in so many games, and including on that Saturday game, we're, we're so close to actually get over that hump a little bit um, and end up celebrating on Sunday. It was a really, really good feeling. Is there absolutely anything, Kevin, that could make you leave a game early? Because some people, some people turn a game off like that on Saturday or Sunday. And I know you're very dedicated, so maybe you feel disrespected by me even thinking it is possible. But is there anything that would happen that would make you leave an Auburn game from that parking deck early? Not unless I'm forced out, in all honesty, because I mean, I've seen some you know really big blowouts that have not gone in Auburn's favor, um, and I've seen some big wins. But I think it's just because I, I understand of what baseball is as a sport, the fact that you're never really out of it um, until that final out is made. And so... That's what's going to be exciting. There's always a chance. You know, you're always kind of doing wacky things, going to keep you in the game. We have our little um, Jobu that we keep up there, and, um, and there's always a chance. But that's the most beautiful thing about baseball. And so, for me personally, no, I'm not going to leave because even if we are, you know, getting our, our butts handed to us, there's still some pauses you can kind of find in it, and some things you know you can kind of work on, um, and that you're just kind of hoping to, to see um, to see some sort of signs of life and stuff like that um, but no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave unless I'm, I'm forced out from on top of there hey we we respect the hell out of that uh, chatting with <laughs> Kevin Ives he is at AUPP on Twitter Plainsman parking lot so Kevin with uh, a weekend like that that was so different from the three games the first game was a really uh, well pitched game which not Auburn's not been involved in a lot of those this year in SEC no. play and then the two games about what we expect back and forth or at least high scoring uh, you know it did Auburn kind of again I know that Joseph Gonzalez has got to come back but did Auburn try and learn anything about when they have a low scoring game like that what it takes to win a low scoring game like that when the bats are maybe maybe not as in tune because this team has scored so many runs this year uh in the one weekend it didn't at alabama everyone was very disappointed in low scoring games do you think it can start to figure out how to piece together a lower scoring game or is it going to just always have to be 11 to 10 10 to 9 like it was on saturday and sunday no, I think they can. Auburn can definitely win low-scoring games, um, and they have the keys. It really depends on when that game comes in the series. Is the thing because that was that Friday night game. 
um, and Vail pitched so deep. I think that that's really what helped Auburn out because you're able to kind of turn to some of your key bullpen arms at that point and not have them be overextended. Um, you were able to, you know, to get to John Armstrong and, and use Will Cannon to close it out. Um, having it be that first game made a huge difference. Now, if it was a close, low-scoring game on Sunday, that may be a different scenario because both teams would have had a lot of chance to see um, the different pitchers. You're not really going to fool anybody with anything. And um, I think Auburn can, and Auburn does have the tools to do that. Um, it really just is going to be what we've kind of harped on the past couple of weeks, just making sure that you kind of let the defense work and you don't give up a ton of free passes, don't give up walks or hit by pitches. Um, and I think you can kind of um, – the offense will click what it needs to click. And uh, you you will feel a little bit of confidence that, yeah, they, they can. It'll just take a couple hits or a couple good things and they can just start snowballing real quick. But also know that you've got enough faith in yourself as a pitching staff that, yes, we can we have the abilities and we can win these close games and it doesn't always have to rely on the offense. Kevin, let's take a look at the rest of Auburn's schedule this season. Four more SEC series, two two uh, excuse me, two series against two teams at the top and two series against two teams at the very bottom. What does Auburn have to do in the remaining four series to get a shot in the tournament? Uh, it's really taking the two series from the ones at the bottom. So one's on the road at Ole Miss and then the last series against Missouri um, and then not get swept against LSU and not get swept against South Carolina. If you take one of those series, South Carolina or LSU, then, I mean, you've pretty much taken a huge burden off of yourself as the, as the, the rest of the season will progress. But um, that's really what it's what the mindset is right now. Or I think that's really what the plan is right now is avoid sweeps and take the series, um, you know, in Oxford and then that final series against Missouri. Um, and it can be done. It is very doable. Now, it's going to be very tough this weekend against South Carolina. I think they've only lost one game at home, and they have a tremendous offense, put up a, a lot of numbers, um, and hit a lot of home runs. So it's going, to be, it's going to be tough just to take that one game against Carolina. But it can happen. I think that's what the other thing, too, that when you see, you look at how kind of topsy-turvy the league has been, even at the top. I mean, you don't know what teams will show up, and maybe you catch Carolina – on a bad day. I mean, you had a Tennessee team that got swept by Missouri to start the season and then turns around and sweeps Vanderbilt last weekend. Um, you have Arkansas that loses a series to Georgia, and Georgia has had a season to forget a little bit. Um, and so you never kind of know what can happen, and so you just you just have to focus on yourselves as a team, know what you're doing well, know what you have to improve on, and just let everything else take care of itself. When we compare these two behemoths, and look, they're not the only two behemoths in the SEC, but when we're looking at South Carolina and LSU, I know that one is maybe inherently a little bit more doable because in the case of LSU, they come to Plainsman Park. But, I mean, how do those two teams compare? Like, like is there one team that is maybe playing a style that's more conducive to Auburn to, to be more competitive in one series than the other? Or just, just how do those two teams stack up? They're very similar. I think the... The hardest thing for when you're facing South Carolina is they have two really good starting pitchers, and they and after that, they don't really know what they have. And so if you're able to get to the bullpen early um, against South Carolina, then you're, you may be in good shape. You're, you give yourself a better chance to win. It's really limiting their offense. The, the difference, I think, LSU is a more complete team. Um, you know, they can, they can – they're not going to lose back-to-back games. I don't think they've lost – back-to-back games this year. Um, but they're more of a complete team on the mound and in the field. 
uh, with South Carolina, you just limit that offense. If you limit that offense, and that's easier said than done, but if you limit their offense, then you're going to give yourself the best chance that you can. You can't get into a slugfest with them. Um, you can't really expect to kind of go blow for blow with them. So you want to kind of quiet their bats as much as you can um, and extend those innings, and that's your best chance to beat South Carolina. And then, Kevin, also real quickly, I know Auburn's got Troy in the midweek, and Auburn can't take any of these midweek games lightly as they try and uh, put together uh, the end of a, a hopefully a tournament resume. So, I mean, what are uh, what does Auburn need to pay attention to against Troy and just make sure that they take care of business here in the midweek? Just don't look ahead to this weekend. I mean, Troy is a really, really good team, um, and they're a team that, that may sneak into an at-large spot um, towards the end, depending on how they – Depending on how the Sun Belt ends up, the Sun Belt kind of got bolstered by adding Southern Miss and adding Coastal Carolina. So as a whole, that league is going to be a lot stronger, which may make them more of a multi-big league than they have been in the past. I think the max they normally get is like two or three bids. Um, but Troy's going to be a very good team, and it's going to be fired up. Um, you know, it's going to be bragging rights. I mean, they're one of the closest teams that Auburn is going to play, um, you know, in Alabama. And so... It's going to be the only time that they're facing one another. There's no return trip this year. Um, and Auburn just, they can't overlook Troy, is, is all I'm saying in that scenario. So focus on Tuesday, uh, focus on tomorrow, take care of business, um, and just kind of stay hot. You just don't want, you don't want that Troy game. Um, you really want a game like that Auburn had last Tuesday against Stanford, you know, where you were kind of in control the whole game. It's a tight game. If it's a close game, so be it. But Auburn, yeah, Auburn still has to win that game um, and stay focused and, and not look ahead to the Friday, Saturday, Sunday series uh, in Columbia. Yeah, we know those midweek games, it can happen. It has happened to Auburn. It's happened to just about everybody at some point. I think last Tuesday or Wednesday, there was like six SEC teams or five SEC teams that lost a midweek yeah. game. And it, it gets pretty crazy in the midweek sometimes. It does. And that's, I mean, you, you saw it, and the Auburn's only dropped that one midweek game. Um, well, they dropped two. They dropped the one to Georgia Tech and the one to the UAB. But, um, yeah, that that last Tuesday um, when Auburn beat Stanford, I think, you know, Tennessee Tech had, had beat Tennessee. Um, and there are, I think Alabama had lost to UAB as well. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, it happens. And it's just something where you're going to play these games, um, and they're going to make you better. Um, and they're either going to make you better because they've humbled you or they're going to make you better because you're able to improve yourself. And so that's that's definitely the, the best thing about those midweek games. He is Kevin Ives at AUPPL on Twitter joining us today on Sports Call. Kevin, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. Glad Auburn could pull out the series victory. Glad uh, that you, you guys got to celebrate on the parking deck. And uh, we certainly do appreciate the time each and every week. And we look forward to talking again soon. All right. Thank you, guys.